0: Hello, folks, and welcome to a very special episode of 15 Minutes with Lincoln. If you're new here, this used to be a history and politics podcast uh, featuring myself and the return spirit of Abraham Lincoln. About a year ago, we decided to move to L.A. to become screenwriters, and since then, it has been a uh, podcast about making movies in Tinseltown. Abe and I are—it's just a very normal um, podcast that's easy to follow for new listeners—Abe and I are taking— a week off to work on our scripts. We're just, you know, we're pounding the keys again. Uh, that That's what this is. Um, but we're lucky in that I had the opportunity to be on someone else's podcast, uh, which is always a, a real thrill for me. Um, this one I was a bit conflicted about uh, just because the subject matter is about an acting class that I, I used to be in, and longtime listeners will know that I signed up for an acting class out here in LA when I first got here. It turned out that the acting teacher was trying to convince students to murder people. I didn't know about any of that. Um, but yes, I was the only male student of this acting teacher and he was trying to train the other students to be his assassins. Anyways, it, this stuff is a lot more normal. If you move out to LA, I'll just, (laughs) I'll tell you that. Um, But I I decided to go on and kind of to share my side of the story um, on a a new podcast. And you're going to be hearing an episode of that podcast that I was featured on. We'll be back next week uh, with a brand new episode. But for now, here is Terror in Tinseltown, The Acting Class Murders.
1: La La Land, Shaky Town, The City of Angels, Los Angeles has many names, perhaps because of its transitory nature. People come and go, hoping to realize their dreams, developed over a lifetime seated in the back row of second-run movie theaters and indie rock clubs. It was that hope that longing that Robert Wolin dangled before his acting students in 2021. It was the false promise of Tinseltown that led Wolin's acting students to consider the unconsiderable. Murder. I'm Eleanor Louise Beauchamp, and this is Terror in Tinseltown, The Acting Class Murders. Episode 7, The Stupid Student. As you've heard from the previous six episodes, Robert Wolin used his acting class to try and recruit young women to murder high-profile figures in the entertainment industry. Figures that had previously rejected Wolan as an actor, for which he sought revenge. Thanks to the brave women who came forward, he was unsuccessful. However, Wolin's class didn't solely consist of women. Timothy Dunn was Robert's only male student. Registration records show that Tim was enrolled during the exact dates when Wolin had planned his assassinations. I needed to know if Tim was aware what this madman was doing in his classes and why he was the only male student allowed in Wolin's class. So, I gave him a call. Hello? Hello? Hello, Tim? Uh huh. Hi, my name is Eleanor. I host the podcast Terror in Tinseltown. I'm investigating, okay. um, right, uh, I'm investigating the story of Robert Wolin, and I heard that you. Just have kidding. Been,
0: uh, <laughs> Leave me a message, and I will get back to you soon.
1: <laughs> <sighs> I left Tim a message asking if he'd like to be on my podcast. I assumed it would take an hour or two for him to get back to me. To my surprise, he returned my call in 28 seconds, saying he would like to meet at a coffee shop by his apartment. Tim said he could meet in one hour. (laughs) I said that the rest of my day was pretty busy, and I didn't think I could make it over. Tim then said that he could do any time and day this week because his schedule was completely and totally empty. I scheduled a meeting the following morning. Coming up... Mr. Dunn, nice to meet
0: you. Hey, sorry, before we get started, um, you have to pay for my coffee and breakfast, right? Like, um, you're legally obligated as a journalist to do that, yes?
1: My interview with Timothy Dunn, after these messages. (laughs) Folks, if you're like me, you probably hate going to the post office. The travel, the long lines, the fees, it's always the low point in my day. However, it doesn't have to be that way. Instead of going to the post office, I go to Buffalo Wild Wings. No, they don't send packages. But with their rotating menu of burgers, wraps, and wing bundles, Buffalo Wild Wings provides a culinary experience that no post office could offer. So put down your packages and pick up the new bacon-smashed hatch chili burger or an order of grilled chicken buffalitos. Buffalo Wild Wings, we are not the post office. After getting Mr. Dunn a large coffee and two breakfast sandwiches, I finally had a chance to ask him about what it was like to be in Robert Woland's acting class. Robert Wolin was known for only having female students, so why do you think he let you in his class? Well, you know, it was...
0: Honestly, it was one of those chance Hollywood encounters where I was at a bar, and um, you know those old scenes in movies where, like, uh, someone will say, Hey, kid, I'm gonna make you a star? You ever seen that?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a uh, trope.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was... Um, having one of those conversations with a really really young woman at a bar and i was uh, sitting next to them eating the bar like communal pretzels Oh,
1: uh,
0: yeah um i was i well i took two bar communal pretzels and i dragged them down by me because i wanted to make a dinner of it and the bartender was like you can't have both of those like that can't oh, be your dinner
1: yeah uh i mean but what was happening between Robert and the woman? Yes, and yes, yeah. Sorry. How did how did just to redirect a, a I just, little bit I, here?
0: In my mind, I was just getting really mad at that bartender. Anyways, um, so he was having uh, the conversation with the the actress. Like, I'm going to make you a star. And he's. I said, um, make me a star. And I I spun around and I knocked the pretzels on him. And he said, you can't come to my acting class. And I said, please, please. And he's and he said, only if you pay twice as much as everyone else.
1: Oh. Okay, so it was like, it was a, it was a money arrangement. You had like, your, you paid him more money to be in the class. I
0: think of it as a, he saw the saw the je ne sais quoi, the X factor in me, but yes, I did pay twice as much as okay. other students, and anytime I got a line wrong, he would point at me, and I had to pay him $100 on the spot. So.
1: Okay, all right, well. Um, Just a normal acting class. Yeah, what, what, were, what were those classes like?
0: Well, right at the beginning of class, he would split us up by gender. So I was, I was lonely.
1: So it was, it was you and everyone else.
0: Yeah, it was me and then like 20 or 30 women on the other side of the rehearsal studio. And like hindsight being what it was, he had those women doing a lot of, you know, stage combat, hand-to-hand combat, knife work. I mean, that makes sense yeah um stealth stealth stuff like we would have night classes where the acting exercise would be like uh, breaking into a bank or a museum or something like that, not stealing anything but like what would your character do how would your character get past this security system stuff like that
1: so uh were you doing those same activities or what what were you doing while everyone else was doing these acting exercises?
0: I was mostly doing the jerry Maguire monologue um do you want me to do just a little bit
1: i mean uh i'm i'm I'm, if this familiar if
0: this is where it has to happen then this is where it has to happen i'm not letting you get rid of me how about that this used to be my specialty you know i was good in a living room they'd send me in there and i'd do it alone and now i just but tonight our little project Our company had... I'm sorry. I got to stop or otherwise I'll do the whole thing. But
1: (laughs) yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, uh, (laughs) so it was just you doing the same Jerry Maguire monologue over and over in a corner and everyone else.
0: Training. Yes. Training. Yeah. Okay. Um, And I think at the time I had thoughts of like, did he just like Google the most recognizable monologue uh, for men um, and just stick me in a corner to do that? But no, I, I really think it was the talent in me being a celebrity uh, in you know, in training. I think that's I think that's what it was.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean maybe. So when was your last contact with Robert? He actually wrote me a letter
0: on the last day of our class. It's back in my apartment though, so um do you wanna come back to my place?
1: Um I'll I'll come back to the apartment, sure, but I just want to make it very clear that I am in no way attracted to you.
0: Oh. Oh, right. You probably have to say that to everyone you interview just to remain unbiased.
1: No, no, I don't have to. It's, I, just, I just really wanted to say that. I wanted to put that out there. Oh. Need to be clear. Yeah, I
0: know. Yeah, you made it clear.
1: Ready? Yep. Leaving the coffee shop... I had to ask myself, am I making the right choice? Was it dangerous to follow Mr. Dunn back to his apartment, and what would I find there? All that and more after these messages. We spend a third of our lives sleeping, which is why it's important to own a mattress that provides the support and comfort you need for a good night's sleep. But mattress shopping can be so stressful, time-consuming, and expensive. That's why, instead of shopping at a traditional mattress store, I go to Buffalo Wild Wings. For a limited time, you can try the new Buffalo Wild Wings Cheese Curd Bacon Burger, which pairs perfectly with an order of jam and jalapeno boneless wings. Or if you go to bed early, drop by for a lunch combo like the smoked brisket sandwich with fries, potato wedges, or tots. Buffalo Wild Wings, don't sleep, eat wings. I was expecting Tim Dunn's apartment to be a standard Los Angeles one bedroom or studio. The kind of home that pushes artists to make their mark in the world or head home to a life of wondering what could have been. That's not what I found at Tim Dunn's home. Uh hold on, is this an abandoned improv theater?
0: Uh yes, this uh was once called the IO West, but um oh, you know, now God. it's now it's my home.
1: Uh I mean I don't this is kind of a weird area this is a weird neighborhood I no, mean, no,
0: no I no it's a fun you... it's a fun neighborhood there's a there you know there's danger there's suspense as you walk around every corner and here's the best I part mean, there's so much room in this place that's now my my home um tons of communal areas not not a shower that's the one thing it's missing
1: oh i i mean it it explains a few things yeah, yeah. but uh so do you um does anyone know you're staying here do you have like a I mean, my uh, friends and
0: family, my friends and family. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I you know, it was, it was, nobody was using it. So if it makes sense that I would just uh, move in here now, this is my official residence and that's okay. Do
1: you, do you pay rent or, um, I hate to say this, are you squatting?
0: <laughs> no, Ellie, no, no, no. I, I am repurposing a building that exists here in Los Angeles and I'm doing that for the good of the community. So no, I don't. I don't think of it's as squatting, no. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, uh if you're not if you're not paying rent, I I think it might be squatting.
0: It's not squatting, though.
1: Mr. Dunn was definitely squatting. I worried that the police would show up and arrest both of us at any time, so I wasted no time bringing up the letter. Is that it? Is that the letter from Robert Wollen?
0: It is. Yeah.
1: Do you mind reading it?
0: Sure. Tim, you're going to be hearing a lot about me in the coming days. And I just wanted to say, before I leave for a long, long time, how much I enjoyed having you in my acting class. No matter what kind of rumors you hear about me, just know that those lies are being spread by the same people that thought Matthew Perry would be a better Chandler than me. And I believe I've proven to you and the rest of the class that that was not the case. I would have been a phenomenal Chandler or Ross, or Joey, but especially Chandler and the people that didn't cast me in that role should pay. That being said, when you do start hearing these rumors, I want you to try and separate those stories from my work as an artist. It shouldn't be hard for you as you said in class that your favorite actors are Kevin Spacey, Chris D'Elia, and T.J. Miller. You know what? I'm gonna hop down. This is just stuff you don't need to hear, so I'm, I'm just gonna hop down. Tim, I'll miss seeing you every week in class. When you first started showing up, I thought, no way. This guy has no shot in Hollywood. But after all of your work on the Jerry Maguire monologue, I feel comfortable saying, you know, keep at it. Like, I don't see a traditionally successful entertainment career for you, but you never know. Someone might get sick or injured on a show and you could be in the right place at the right time. I think it's unlikely, but not impossible. Maybe think about learning how to shoot stuff yourself. Again, no promises there, but at least you're not just waiting for someone to give you something. I don't know. I never know how to give this kind of advice because I'm very talented. Anyway, Tim, you were a good hang in class, and I'll miss working with you. Please don't worry about me, as I'm sure justice will prevail. Hopefully, this time next year, I'll be exonerated and working on the set of Mr. Bing's bucket list, the Friends reboot-slash-spinoff starring Chandler I've been pitching recently. And maybe there will be a place for you, Tim. There just might be. Not as an actor, but we'll find something. Yours truly, Robert Wolin.
1: Thanks for sharing that. I know that couldn't have been easy. Just one last question. Do you have any regrets when you think about your time in Robert's acting class? You know, I, hindsight
0: being what it is, I I wish I I wish i have done better. I I wish um, mm-hmm. I wish I had done a lot of things differently, but more more than anything else, I wish I had just nailed that Jerry Maguire monologue, you know? Like it has an emotional arc to it where I, I don't feel like I ever nailed the beginning and because I didn't have the beginning I couldn't build up off of that. Um I, so yeah, I'd say that's my biggest regret.
1: Okay. I mean, do you have any um any other feelings about about what happened to the rest of the women in class and 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 their involvement in murder? Any feelings about that? Yeah, oh yeah.
0: <sighs> yeah, I feel real yeah, I feel bad not doing something about that or figuring out that it was going on. Yes. Yes, that's my biggest regret. Hey, can you can you erase the stuff i said about the jerry mcguire monologue and say and just leave the stuff in about feeling bad for about the murder stuff
1: oh i mean um it just know, feels it, like the, that's
0: what i should have said i'd just like you to put that in instead
1: so oh sure i mean you know w- w- we'll see it all gets edited later and you know we, we really like having the you know unvarnished record from sources who i kind of are... like var-
0: i kind of like the varnished part of it but um yeah you know whatever whatever you think is best
1: In the end, I thought my conversation with Tim Dunn would raise more questions or have more ambiguity over his involvement, but that's not what I found. Instead, I found someone that was taken in by a charismatic authority figure, doing the best he could to make him happy, make him proud. Do I think Tim Dunn aided Robert Wolin in his quest for revenge? Ultimately, no, I don't. He's just way, way too dumb. This has been episode seven of Terror in Tinseltown, the acting class murders. On the next episode of Terror in Tinseltown.
0: So we're grabbing lunch.
1: Hmm? What?
0: Well, we grabbed breakfast, but now you probably have more questions and, you know, we should probably go
1: oh oh i'm i'm good actually do I think like a stupid got...
0: sandwich or something like that
1: oh i you know i'm i'm still pretty full from the breakfast sandwiches i think <laughs> i'm not <laughs> i mean uh yeah i uh I, I i i think i have everything i need again there's I, a nice I diner just really... around the
0: corner they do like a hot uh, open-faced beef sandwich
1: Oh, nice. Um, I'm I'm vegetarian, so I think maybe I will uh, go, go, you know, get, get some lunch at my own house. I have some okay. leftovers. Tell you what, so, then, you know, I will I... send
0: you a DoorDash receipt uh, for myself. I'll just order myself something, and then you can pay for it. <sighs>